Hello and welcome to WanderCast. I am Tiz Kavetsa, Marketing Manager for Wanderlux Destinations, and I'm joined today by Jamie Jackson, our Sales Manager for the South, and our special guest, Andrea Caulfield, Membership Ma- Manager for ASTA. Hi, Jamie. Andrea, welcome, and uh, thank you for being here today. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here with both of you. Thank you for joining us. For this episode, we thought it would be great to just have a chat all about ASTA. Um, ASTA is the American Society of Travel Advisors, and we thought that just about everyone in the industry uh, knows about this organization, and we're excited to share some really great insight uh, to this longstanding and largest association of travel industry professionals. So, Andrea, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your role as membership manager for ASTA? I have been with ASTA for seven and a half years now. I'm going to do put that half in there out of the 91 almost that ASTA has been around. Um, So my role here at ASTA is to do a lot of membership, some membership sales, some membership support, um, supporting other, you know, departments in our organization, um, getting the word out about whatever the newest, you know, events coming up all those kind of things, we sort of are the frontline defenders of when somebody calls, I need to have every answer known to man, or I need to at least know who to go to. So mm-hmm. we're here to, you know, take care of our members needs. And uh, I love it. I just, I love travel. I, I love, I'm sort of like a gypsy at heart. <laughs> so this role has been perfect for me. And I can, you know, I, I don't know a stranger. So it's even better. So, and as far as your role with the membership, this spans the entire United States and beyond, correct? It does. It does. We have advisors in the, you know, pretty much on every continent, I would say. Um, A lot, we have supplier partners, you know, all over the globe, which makes it exciting um, that ASTA can bring everybody together for one purpose. And they have been doing so, like you said, for 91 years, which is pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible because I can't even imagine what it was like to travel, you know, steamboats crossing the Atlantic. So I don't want to hear no one should complain about their overnight flight. (laughs) They've never been on a boat across the ocean. (laughs) There was someone there was someone sitting in steerage at some point. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I don't think you made commission off that that ticket at all. (laughs) But that's actually, it's it's pretty incredible. So, um, I mean, that just is a testament to how important the organization is, um, you know, 91 years and going strong. So, Jamie, um, Jamie and I actually had a conversation about this, and Jamie was the one who kind of just said, you know, this would be a really great podcast episode. And she had mentioned that um, as a member of ASTA, um, and having attended events, including the global convention, that she felt that um, that ASTA was the biggest collaborative effort to make our industry get the credit it deserves. So, Jamie, if you can expand on this, and Andrea, of course, feel free to jump in. Of course, yeah. I say this because ASTA is really a community. It's advisors, suppliers, consortia, hoteliers that all come together, no matter your role or affiliation with Indian within the industry. And I think that's a big thing because so many of us kind of seem to kind of stay in our little bubbles. And it's a great way to kind of learn from others. It's like what you don't know, you don't know. And this is a way to learn more and kind of expand. And it's really a common thread for everyone. 
uh, at last year's global convention, it was so fun, not only because it was one of the first big in-person events, but there was different consortia, cruise lines, hotels, all coming together. We kind of learned from each other, collaborated. And at one of the evening things, we danced to a cruise band to all these songs and had a blast. <laughs> so it was really neat to kind of have that you know, collaboration and bond with everyone and, you know, kind of not trying to kind of go back to the dark days of COVID, but Asta really stood out during this time and they let people in the industry see what the society is capable of achieving. It was so important for us to have that support during the difficult time and the committee um, and board members of Asta worked tirelessly to bring attention to the needs of our industry, um, to the powers that be. And some of the examples in the past couple of years that were really big topics were the PPP loans that they expanded um, they, they requested like more people need these PPP loans. And another big one was blocking AB5, which was a bill in California that would have hurt many small businesses, especially travel advisors that are 1099. So they spent a lot of time and a lot of energy in California with advisors and um, different political people to make sure that this was blocked. And they did a great job and you know, we're on a better side now for that. And the most recent big topic is asking for the return of COVID testing after international travel to be lifted for vaccinated travelers. We're still waiting on the response from our government, but ASTA has been working very hard and asking advisors and people with the industry to kind of go online and submit, you know, reasons why that this needs to be dropped. So hopefully sooner than later, fingers crossed, we will hear about that one. So ASTA is on the front line. They are not just networking, but they are a resource. And they're kind of like the defenders almost to say, to be a little bit dramatic. Um, no, am I, I like right, that. Andrea? <laughs> that, that's very correct. And, you know, our stance, and I open at every new member webinar I do with, our goal is to promote and defend the travel advisor community. So, you know, we we work for specifically for our members, but it affects the any advisor in in the United States and around the world to, you know, if ASTA is not doing, able to do what we do, it's, everyone suffers. Um, and I, just to, when we have, it's so funny because people think ASTA is like this huge group of hundreds of people. There's 25 of us that take care of everything for this association. And we have, you know, three people that do government affairs. So on a, on a given two week period, they're going to 10 plus meetings, you know, either a breakfast meeting or a lunch meeting. Yeah. It may sound glamorous lunch, but they're just talking and talking and talking and talking about the importance of using a travel advisor and why an inbound testing rule is ridiculous. How can we get more money and support? for advisors. It's a constant battle and it doesn't end. It, it really doesn't. And it, it's, it's incredible the amount of work that our, our three staff people put in just to get a, a FaceTime. So it's, it's well worth it. And I think we had also mentioned um, just part of that is also changing the perception of the travel advisor. It's moving beyond just being that, I think what we had mentioned was moving beyond just being that ticketing agent. And it's more about the amount of work and effort and experience that goes into being a travel professional. That's correct. And that's where, you know, not only are we, you know, talking to legislatures 
and you know the people that making the, the decisions on the hill and the state and local levels as well it's talking to the consumer it's educating the consumer about the importance of using an asta member travel advisor a professional advisor i mean you don't you know most people don't know how to do their own financial advising they go to an advisor to do that and they pay that person because mm-hmm. they're the subject matter expert mm-hmm. and that it's no different for for traveling if it really isn't. And that person puts their, you know, heart and soul into making your experience the best ever. And that's what's important. I mean, they're going to think of little things that we may not, as a, a normal person, would ever consider the, the distance between the airport and the hotel might affect your stay or, mm-hmm. you know, where the located or if it's going under construction. Right. Absolutely. We don't even, we don't even think about when we're booking you know, we just say, oh, this looks great. It's, it's this property. Great. Well, they mm-hmm. could be going over. Or my friend recommended it. Isn't it exactly. good for me? <laughs> or, yeah. or we saw it on Groupon. And I yeah. said, if I hear that again, I'm going to lose my mind. And we don't even do that. <laughs> right. No, Andrea, to, um, to kind of go off of this, for advisors, if they're newer and they're like, I don't know if I feel comfortable charging fees, don't you have a program kind of to educate and kind of train advisors on that? We certainly do because we are, your time is, time is money. You, mm-hmm. That is your time and effort um, on our verified travel advisor program, um, which is our in-house continuing education program. We have a professional fees course that goes through. How do you broach the subject with your clients? You know, is there a form? Is there, you know, kind of wording you need to put in contracts about that? And, you know, some people have a hard time, especially at first, but, the sooner the better. I've heard advisors, they charge a consulting fee. Even if you don't book, you're paying me for my time. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, a, it's a lot, it's a learning curve, but you know, that's something ASTA is aware of. And we really are trying to push um, right now because your money, your time is valuable and you'll be surprised how many people want to pay that fee. I am one of them. I will raise my hand to that. I don't mind putting a fee down because mm-hmm. I don't have to do the work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think for advisors, you know, the ASTA website, if you're a member, there's a directory. There's a way for advisors to kind of find other advisors if they want to look to someone to ask questions to, ask for mentoring advice. And um, another thing we'll probably discuss later is the local communities within the states or regions that you can meet other advisors near you that you can kind of, it's great to have people to, you know, bounce ideas off and ask questions. So I think that's a great thing that ASTA offers too. So just piggybacking off of this, what, so Andrea, what would be some of the benefits just off the top of your head of ASTA for boutique agency owners or just people coming into the industry? Sure. So first off, it's about that community. Everybody in on the local level, especially, you know, you don't know what you don't know and meeting somebody who may has, and to see what the change has come and how they've adapted through everything getting to just talk to someone and, and listening and understanding, you know, the blood, sweat and tears it takes to put a business together. We also have education programs like the verified travel advisor programs. We provide a supplier directory. Many of our, especially independent advisor members, and we're almost, we're over 6,000 of those. We have doubled that membership category over the last two years, which is incredible in a time where, 
we, the, the industry was decimated. But that's how important ASTA is. And we saw that throughout this pandemic and going forward, the reliance um, our independent advisors have because they have no preferred supplier list. So they come to ASTA to say, oh, this, you know, I'm not sure about this tour operator. If they're an ASTA member, I can pretty much know that they've abided by rules and ethics and different items. And they'll be supportive of me as an ASTA member as well. That's a great point. With them. And we have consumer leads on our um, on our website that advisors can look at every day. We're you know, just your regular travelers saying, hey, I need help. I have nowhere else to go. I don't know, you know, where to start. Here's my budget. Here's where I want to go. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Many, many of our members have, you know, gathered um, clients from that. So those are just a few of the things that we offer, um, as well, obviously, as the advocacy support um, as a member of ASTA. So on the supplier end, on the hotel end, what is the benefit of a boutique hotel? Many of them may not be able to reach a network of 6,000 advisors at one time. And we, we bring that ability together. Um, our, once you join ASTA as a supplier partner, you do have access to um, be able to do it like a webinar, let's say. Um, yeah, it, may, it will cost you a little bit of money. But the reach is incredible. We, mm-hmm. If you say, hey, I want to reach my independent advisors only, that's 6,000 people that you can get to. And then that lives on demand on our website for at least one year when you're talking about your new property. There's email opportunities. And then you come to you know, some of you know, our global convention, um, another ability to be able to reach a network you may not have been able to. Um, and it is, again, that community and especially on the chapter level, I will say if you um, are a, you know, boutiques and a hotel tellier, even here in the United States, find out who your local, join ASTA, find out who your local chapter president is and talk to them. Say, hey, I'd love to maybe host your advisor members to my property. It, it may, it's just that in, initial engagement and the ability to get in front of an audience that you may not have been able to reach previously. So it is. And there are local chapters throughout the United States. Um, We had just, if you can explain that just about every state has a chapter of ASTA, correct? Yes. We have about 50 chapters um, in the United States proper. Um, Depending on where you are located, um, I know Texas has, you know, three different areas in the size of states like California, Florida, and Texas have multiple chapters. Um, I know the Delaware Valley, so that Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware area now has three chapters available that are, have become brand new. So we are really trying to um, have new chapters created this year to fill in some of those blanks where like some of the Midwest region, that middle part of the United States mm-hmm kind of misses out, but we do have a Northwest virtual chapter, which is very helpful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's good for people, you know, we've done so much stuff online recently that to have the option of face-to-face if people are comfortable with it and willing to um, meet up, I think it's great to have those options. It is. And many of our chapters are very active. Um, I know, um, Jamie, you were at the New Jersey chapter event. They do a trade show twice a year. South Florida is doing one an event this month. So there's a lot going on 
So check out on ASTA.org, our industry calendar, and that's where the chapters um, will post their, the, their local events. And many times you don't even have to be a member to attend because you want to come and maybe find out. And yeah. once you go, you're going to want to join ASTA because it's just so engaging and um, a great opportunity. And do you need to be a U.S.-based travel agency to join? On the advisor's do prefer it. Um, supplier partners kind of do in and outbound travel, but we still do consider them a supplier partner. Um, but I'm always willing to have a chat with somebody um, individually to see what we can do, say, if you're in Canada or Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we also have supplier partners across across the globe. We have Myanmar is a very good active um, chapter um, and had done a fam with us too right before we went into lockdown and stuff. So a lot of our international suppliers know the importance of ASTA because we can bring them U.S. travel advisors. And that's that's what they're looking for to, you know, demonstrate and, and just expose their destination. And because um, a lot of people now want to travel to exotic places mm-hmm. they've been waiting two or three years <laughs> to get there. So... That's how, again, we do have international chapters as well. So, Well, that's good to know. Um, how do you feel ASTA's changed or helped the industry? You know, it, I, I was talking to my colleague about that um, to kind of pick his brain um, about how things have changed. And one of the things we talked about was, you know, the indep- independent advisor member hasn't always been available with ASTA. And you know, through blood, you know, just kind of the debate going back and forth and thinking about it. But I tell you, if it wasn't for our independent advisor members stepping up to the plate and joining the way they have, you know, it, it we wouldn't have 6,000 new members. It really is a growing and changing um, part of the industry. And it's so exciting. And it's, it's, it's important to the industry as well. Um, and that's why I I think looking at as we go along, getting, you know, younger people in, I, you know, I want to say I'm internally young and, you know, <laughs> but I am not. And I'm like, I'm looking at these kids and I'm like, oh, their excitement is so palpable. You know, it's, it, they're so excited to travel and they're new. Mm-hmm. And as we try to embrace that too, we're embracing that change. We're embracing trying to, how to, how to, you know, save the environment as well and making sustainable travel and, and just those kind of discussions we're having. Mm-hmm. We thought, you know, the COVID and, and the pandemic, you know, was huge. But then underlying all that is all these little individual states that are now trying to make up some ground in revenue. Mm-hmm. We're going to start seeing more states want to do what California attempted. And now we're prepared for that as we've learned, as things happen and change, how we can address it going forward. And I I just, we are here for the long haul. And at this point, nothing is going to surprise us, I think. (laughs) Um, And we just are excited to see the engagement of of new members and wanting to make that grassroots effort to, we, we sent thousands of those emails you know, during the, the time we were looking for the PPP help and all the additional financial help, thousands of emails to their people's representatives. Over 20,000 people responded to that. 
that tells you that that's fantastic it's yeah. engaged and so we want to keep that up because we need this inbound testing stuff to go so it's so easy as makes it so easy for people to get engaged and involved and promote change because we yeah. are one one voice is is so important and the bigger and louder that voice is the better and the website actually helps with the ease of getting involved. So Absolutely. I know you said they have populated letters that you can just kind of plug your own personal information in, kind of yep. get that out, yep. makes it easier. Asta.org, it just, you put in your zip code, it knows where to go. We have um, the letter for the, to the administration for inbound testing, as well as, um, you know, still asking for, you know, help with the new bills that are in, in um, the Congress right now and waiting for approval. So keep, you know, just go there and you don't have to be a member to do that. Um, that is, well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. We also have, um, you know, the Astapac donation page available for members to go and, you know, skip one cup of coffee this month to help us keep the seats at the table. We have to pay to play. And that, um, is something that this city is known for. So, we want to keep up the ability to keep talking about the importance of using a travel advisor. Absolutely. On um, dynamic work being done uh, by ASTA. So uh, making it very easy for everyone to get involved. So I know a lot of work goes behind that, Andrea. So, uh, and, and like you said, a group of 25 doing that. So um, there's a lot to be said, but what does ASTA have in store for 2022? We have a lot of exciting events coming up. Um, first would be Legislative Day, which kind of run that with the advocacy portion of everything. That is actually, I think it's one of the most exciting events we have here to be able to bring in members to D.C. to actually step foot into our, you know, the, the House buildings and, and talk to your congressperson, senator, or, or their chief of staff or representative of their office about your personal business, about why you feel the industry may have changed you or how the help you need is X, Y, and Z. So that's June 21st and 22nd. Registration closes in um, a couple weeks. But if you haven't done this event, it's spectacular because we can talk to people, you know, all the time and lobby on their on your behalf on members behalf but when they hear from an actual member and the 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 sole proprietor of a, a small business it's it's such more impactful um during that time and you get training the day before you're not in it alone you're going to go with a group of constituents as well now it, it may look a little different i'll preface that some offices still are not open for facetime meetings yet but we're working through all that. We're hoping mm-hmm. by the time we get there, the Hill will be fully open, but prepare yourself for either or, but it's, it is a great time of networking and camaraderie. So that's just really exciting. Um, and then we have a Caribbean showcase coming up. We kind of give that deep dive into a destination. Ask is very good about like we did with our river cruise expo, you know, new ideas. I mean, where, where could you have gone to see five cruise, river cruise lines ships all at one time? Mm-hmm. And ASTA did that. We're doing it again next year. So if you missed it, sign up now um, for March of 23. But we give you that hands-on experience to learn about, you know, kind of do what your clients would do while you're there. So that's September 11 through 14 in the Sandals 
course, we have ASTA Global Convention in San Francisco in August. And I saw some of the education lineups. I think I saw Jamie's name on one of those things. Um, <laughs> I think I did. So, Oh, really? Was... <laughs> so we'll see. But we have a, a great lineup of education over two or three days, um, two days of trade show, you know, getting together and, and just learning. And there's an email coming out this week about a special guest speaker that's coming. So that I'm really excited about. So if you, if you, especially if you're on the West coast, we don't often come to the West coast. So if you're in the California, you know, Oregon, Washington state area, make your way down. It, it is, it is so worth getting together with your peers, how learning, um, the learning that goes on there is incredible. And if you've never experienced an ASTA event besides Ledge Day, ASTA Global is, is the place to be to really see what ASTA is doing in the industry and and talking about future focus what we have in see for the future of travel itself so august uh 24 through 26 is when it is it's at the the hilton and union square so book now rates go up on the first so it is is a good opportunity and you can come see and meet me i mean what else <laughs> isn't there to love <laughs> that's reason enough exactly. and all of this all of this information is on the asta website correct that is correct. Asta.org. You can find all the events under education and events, or you can go directly to astaglobalconvention.org to register for that event. Okay. And what I'm going to do is just include all of this information in our show notes. Um, so that way um, our listeners uh, can go ahead and just, you know, maybe sign up, maybe write, a, send off a couple of letters, register, um, or just learn more. It's the best way to reach myself. And the membership department, if you have any questions about membership, how to use your membership correctly or better, what, you know, some, some people aren't, some people didn't even know we had consumer leads, mm -hmm. you know, when I talk to members that have been around for a few years. So, you know, I do a webinar every month. I just did one yesterday, so it'll be posted up on the website. Um, so I am happy to talk through any questions people might have about joining, what it looks like to be a member. And, I do uh, have to say, Andrea, I, I appreciate that. Like you and your team are so approachable and so easy. I'm a very inquisitive person. I'm always asking questions and I'll email you or just kind of on the website. I'll be like, so what do you think about this? Or how do you go about this? And somebody responds. It actually does get read and gets responded. So I, I appreciate you guys, you know, being there and getting back to people. Well, thank you. I, you know, I, my members are my people and I just appreciate everything that you do to, I couldn't do what I do without member support either. So it's, it's, um, it does take a village certainly. And, um, I know our, our leadership on our board of directors, like you said, and even our chapter presidents who volunteer time to, you know, work and, and gather advisors together. It's so important. It really is. And people are passionate and love what they do. And it's so exciting to see that. Yeah, I think that's one of the best things of this industry, how, you know, everybody wants to share and help each other grow. I think that's a really important bond that we have in the travel industry. It is. I, it is a, it is a family kind of network. It really is. And I will say, since I do a lot of the trade show circuits for the, the different, you know, consortia and hosts and different groups around the country, it's like, you see the same people mm -hmm. and you get to know them and, 
and learn about what they do. And I get to talk about what I do. I mean, telling your story is so important. Mm-hmm. And when I, you know, when I, you get to sit down and talk to a member, uh, just listening to what they've done and been through and how they work their business, especially over the last two years, how people have, I mean, I want, we've learned to hate the word pivot, but right. they, they, <laughs> they went and changed their whole business model. Yes. And what a what an exciting thing and a scary thing but a lot the members did it and yeah. it made them better for it and now they can look back and say man look what i have accomplished and now they're wanting to tell that story to the next person to encourage and help them grow and change and if any if we learned anything change is inevitable and has a purpose in our journey so mm-hmm. It is is so encouraging to know that this industry doesn't stay stagnant. It continues to grow and change yes. better, and it's it will be exciting to see what this year brings and into next year. Um, so I don't know. I love to, I I could talk forever about how fabulous this industry is. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's why we're here for the long. That's right. Well, thank you, Andrea, so much for taking time to speak with us and shedding a little light on this incredible organization. Um, If anything, it just shows you just the power behind ASTA, um, our community, the resilience. And um, let's just keep moving forward. And for our listeners, check out the show notes, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Thank you.